internet. Hey there. How Hi. are we doing tonight? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Tuesday Rise night. It's all that good stuff. All the gravy stuff. Of course, of course. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Uh, it's just saying, uh, hey, come back and, and, and do this. I'll do it later. I don't need Why to do it now. you just, yeah, not do it now. I won't like do me. it now. No. And this paper. Now is, now is the podcast. Now is the podcast. Paper is later. But I'm in major dilemmas with this paper. Well, what are the major dilemmas? I'm a gamer, and I have two amazing games to play or write the paper. You know, it's a choice of words. Play video games or do well in school. Play video games or do well but in school. You know me. And you know me with projects, because you've been a part of a few of them. So, you know, I am good at planning it out thoroughly. Well, that's so. good. You want to plan it out thoroughly. Thoroughly. And that means play the games. So there we go. <laughs> so freaking tired. Yeah, I can I, I can attest to being tired. Tired oh, yeah. is tired is a thing. I'm tired. It's only Tuesday. But, you know, hey, I'm in. You know, all the good stuff. We'll talk about it in the happenings. In the happenings. I know I've been busy the last couple of days, so I'm, I'm definitely feeling a little tired myself. Tired and and shake and bake. Bake and shake. Yep, yep, yep. I'm salary, so that doesn't work in my book. No. Oh. Working overtime the last three weeks. Oof. Uh, no. Nothing but love for that. Ah, oh, no, don't like the OT, but hey, sometimes it's just got to get done. I know I've done it. So true. I have so done true. it. Those look better. <laughs> fixing screens and fixing things. Well, I typically have because, you know, Windows has this thing where it's like between sun. You can set times for it to change the tone yeah. of the color on the screen to kind of help with your eyes. So you're not up all night with yeah. bright, bright stuff. And I tend, and it was recently pointed out that a couple of my stream, that several of my streams recently, which happen at night, yeah, uh, the video feed actually has that tinting over it. So it's ah, like, hmm. Okay. So, it's you know. The tint, you know. Yes, yes, it could be that. So trying to remember to turn that off when I'm done. So it's okay. It's it Tuesday night. It's time for Scuba and Arai. This is, of course, Scuba. Uh, your wonderful host, co-host, and of course we got Rye Guy. Rye Guy right here. So, as usual, we talk about movies, games, geek kind of goofiness. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, yes, yes, tomorrow is Veterans Day, and today, that means today is November 10th, so it's Marine Corps birthday. Hoorah! Got a shout out to all those, all those Marines out there, including myself. Yes. And of course, Veterans Day is tomorrow, and it is, as in the chat, it is a birthday. So happy birthday to Harley Girl. Happy birthday, Harley. Oh, I didn't Woo. forget. Woo. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good day off. I think the kids are all out of school for the day. And, I hope uh, so. Well, you but know. They're still, you know, they do their thing a thing. I mean, yeah, they're still kind of a little more structured than like college kids. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of structure, college kid, right here that's trying to get out of doing a paper, but has to do it. Hey, you get it done, you get it out of the way, then you can focus on those games without that, without that on your conscience. But just know, I am ready. I have it planned. I got my sources. I read my sources. I write my annotated bibliography. It's done. 
Oh yeah, I saw that video. It took me a minute. <laughs> I gotta. I, we welcome the weirdness. I, I, gotta, I welcome the weirdness. Uh, I gotta work. I gotta work on my Instagram game. My Instagram <laughs> game is weak. I'm starting to work on my thumbnail game, but yeah. Hey, one 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 step at a time. Uh, it's weird trying to build out a business that's social media, social media and whatnot, and there's so many things to learn and so many things that you have to make sure you go back and revitalize, revamp. Yeah like the trying to revamp thumbnails now to make them more interesting and clickable <laughs> and that takes a little bit so we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes but um i want to give a shout out and a thank you to sirenscape for the background musics and soundboards uh, i want to give a shout out to everyone in the community who has uh, been supporting us uh, you guys are awesome and amazing please continue that support keeps the lights on it keeps me doing this stuff and keeps me from having to go find like a real job yeah make it happen so support me keep me here <laughs> support this guy and unless you don't want to support me then i'll i'll, I'll go away yeah it'll be a sad face mm, sad but we got face. a lot of breweries over here so we can drink and be sad face but but uh, uh. or drink and be happy face the term is drink and be merry. Responsibly. Yes. Yes. Be responsible. And after the last week we've had, being responsible is an important thing. Anyways, so got that going on. Let us uh and if you guys have any questions in the chat, by sure by all means, please uh make sure you type uh question in all caps and that will uh fil should filter it up so we can uh respond to those questions. I'll drink with you, Harley. Yep. Have it, it if you can and drink responsibly, by all means, do that because you know that's what people do. I mean, oh, yeah. one of the beauties of Marine Corps history is uh started in a, is uh, Marine Corps was founded in a tavern. Yes, sir. We'll drink to that. <laughs> so, alrighty. Well, we got a couple of things to talk about tonight. Uh, it's uh, but it should be a fairly light night. You know, a uh, light night, but you know, blaze of glory in the end of the days. We will see. So, starting off with our what's up, what's up, fictional few minutes. We'll talk about what we've been up to and in the past week. Uh, as always, Rye, why don't you uh, lead us off? What have you been up to the last week? Uh, last week, uh, you know, um, putting aside work and school, because that's the the repetitious, boring, whatever kind of stuff. You know what I do there. I train, I school, I write, I drown in books. But on the fun side, uh, me and my cousin went up out and did a little uh, fun adventure on Saturday. She actually had a chance and we were able to go to a winery, which I've been trying to take her to a winery for months. But she, we went to a brunch place in Hampton called Mango Mango. Um, Mango it was delicious. Mango? I got the fried chicken fried French toast. And it was Creole fried chicken on top of four Texas French toasts delicious that's all i can say um outside of that we went to one winery um Saudi creek winery is up in the peninsula had to makeshift it because you know how to fill in some time constraints for her but we made it back in time to hit up farmhouse meet up with another one of our friends and i saw the can of the zool cider uh there so of course i bought it and brought it home because that was great Great, because they dropped it last weekend for the hollow, you know, Day of the Dead celebration. So I was like, okay, who knows when this drink will be available? Because if you, you know Farmhouse, they rotate out their drinks seasonally. So whenever I can get a hold of those uh, um, seasonal ciders, I take them home. And that's what I did. 
Um, Sunday was like I told Scuba is Sunday's usually my, my, my school day. And I read a, uh, uh, a book in one day for my class. Uh, it was called uh, Masters of Maramba. Um, it's an interesting book because it's an Australian, uh, it's an Australian romance novel. So I never read an Australian novel, you know, just never read one. And then reading one that's a romance novel. It was really antipoding when we need him. <laughs> it was definitely very, very interesting. It was very fun. Uh, it had a very Jane Eyre kind of feeling, but it was modern. Um, okay. I knew it was modern because when I saw words like Harry Potter in there and driving rab fours, I was like, yeah, this is modern day. But it was interesting. It fo follows a girl who um, seeks out a governor, a governoress uh, position, and kind of falls in love with the guy that hired her. But it was a very fun, fun story. So well, that's um, good. Other than that, just um, eagerly exciting and anticipating the time I can play the new game I bought. Mm. But I did venture out to Best Buy today because I wanted to pick up My Hero Academia. Yeah, you were telling me that was an interesting story. Uh, interesting story. Uh about the system so i know the the systems are sold out that's that's the obvious thing but i wanted to at least see because you know they would have them on display and they did so i went to the microsoft section i checked out the new xbox uh, uh series s and series x this is xbox day Woo! celebrate <laughs> um yeah they've been live streaming all day oh yeah so the xbox series x which is the the high-end model is actually a little small box not too bigger than my face right here people not too bigger than my face that's the black box the high-end box the xbox uh, series s is smaller than that little black box um the ps5 <laughs> is a monster of a device i was telling scuba that that ps5 is bigger than his uh his own um cp um his own tower here which that tower is roughly 22 inches in height yes so it's taller than that and very thick looking and it's also got a weird shape to it, right? Yeah, it curves up like this. Curves up. If you can see me on the on the vids, it curves up like that. Yeah, that's it's one of those things. It's so weird because PlayStation seems to have this thing where it's like, let's make the console look weird, which yeah. I'm sure they've got some engineering mumbo jumbo to back it up. Oh, yeah. But I like how the Xbox consoles are actually kind of a nice form factor that fits in most places oh yeah whereas playstation it's got to have its own dedicated thing i guess that's their subtle way of saying we are better than everybody put us on a pedestal and worship us yeah and it's just kind of funny because when i think about it and i think about all the specs of both machines how microsoft can get it to fit in this box but ps5 couldn't and sony couldn't in that ps5 so you know it is what it is they like to do their thing um uh but another interesting thing Hey, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on research and development, and somebody thought it was a good idea to make it look that way. <laughs> Me too. But it's interesting. So I checked the Best Buy website, sold out Xbox. Obvious, I knew it was going to happen. I just was like, hey, let me just take a look. Went to Amazon. They do have Xbox Series X for sale. But mm. there's a catch. Mm -hmm. The cheapest one I saw that was for sale on Amazon today was $1,500 cheapest so if you really want a system you're being gonna chuck out some dollars me i am good until i can find that's, one that's the whole scalping thing yeah. that's the whole scal scalping thing but speaking of that and we were gonna we can chat about that now it's the fact that playstation has 
uh, a couple articles came out. One of them said that PlayStation is actually not going to have any of the PS5s in stores on launch day because they decided to encourage social distancing and not ha- not potentially cause uh, a, a social congregation to yeah. pick up consoles in the store on launch day. So the only kind, con- it's purely an online kind of deal, in which we know they're yeah. going to be sold out like ridiculous. Yeah, they're sold out, but you can get the controllers. They have a lot of PS5 controllers at the store. Yeah, every time you have every time you have some new console. I mean, we see this with toys. I mean. I don't know if I don't know if you remember this. You you would remember this, Ryan. I know a couple, I know I know some people wouldn't, but I remember when the 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 whole thing for the Christmas toy thing. I mean, what kind of what sparked some of the the story element of Jingle All the Way, like the the, uh, the, the tickle, tickle me, me Elmo. Elmo and the Furby. Uh, um, what was it? There was Furbies another. These are still evil. Yeah. Um, there was another one. There was like a like a device, like a game device that was causing havoc too. But the Tickle Me Elmo one is definitely the one that I remember so much. People were like drop kicking and getting thrown through windows just for a stuffed animal that goes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I remember the fur. I remember. I definitely remember the Furby thing. And Furbies are evil. Yeah. <laughs> Furby. You know. I actually got into a lot. I actually got into some financial problems because of Furbies. Because <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was dating a girl in Texas, and. I, she, and, and I put my, and trying to keep on her good graces or whatever, you know, stupid things kids do. And I, you know, I spent money I really shouldn't have on getting her, on finding and getting her a Furby. Yeah. And, and after a while it was like, we got one and we were just kind of hanging out. And then a few weeks later, she brings one out and says, mine's stupid. It won't learn anything. And I'm just like, are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> You out of your freaking mind? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, um, but they are, they are, they are uh, doing that uh, uh, Black Friday over the weeks because they got a lot of the Black Friday sales. When oh, I yeah, Best Buy's yeah. marketing for that is ridiculous right now. Yeah, I really wanted Let's a TV. Not have Black Friday. Let's just have Black November. Yeah. Or whatever. Just like every day is a sale day. When, hey, I like it that way though, because I could just walk in and be like, "Hey, here we go, grab." I mean, think about it. you're not really saving a lot of money on it. Yeah. I mean, you're not. It's it, it's literally a bait and switch. Yeah. Hey, but they have a lot of TVs. You want TVs, people? I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> I'd be happy with crafting supplies, paintbrushes, mo- paints. You know, those things to do that to make content versus you know buying yet another TV. I, I've got plenty. They do have some switches. I saw because I know you were talking about switches, Scuba. I did see them. Yes, I would like to. I, I would like to do Nintendo Switches, but I can't. I, I'm gonna be responsible. But yeah, and yeah, if I had the option to work overtime, I would probably work overtime. I mean, those days are long behind me now. I don't want to do it again. Oh yeah, but it was fun. It was just interesting to seeing the the differences between the two systems in person. So. Well, it's always good. And you did say that, that they didn't have any PlayStation 5 consoles, but they got racks and racks of PlayStation they 5 controllers. They racks and racks of the controllers, so you can sit there on the couch pressing buttons but not doing anything, so. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was just... So what else did you do? Um, Other than that, nothing else going on. Um, Just like I said, Pretty quiet. I had this um, paper, um, planted it, already got my sources, spending this weekend coming up. Working on that. 
So. Yeah. Well, uh, and working on some games, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Well, I've been uh, working on catching up on my backlog, which I, again, every so often I apologize for this, but mm -hmm. uh, did manage to get through yes last week and get all of the pe previous podcast episodes and and D, D game episodes up onto edited and up onto youtube and all staged and queued out so we got youtube content coming out and i got today i finished uh the making the audio files for the audio podcast so if you've been if you are following us on the audio if you were following us on audio probably by the time you listen to this you've been bombarded with all kinds of audio only versions of all our shows oh yeah i had to re rebuild my uh my distribution nodes, which I will finish working on that tomorrow. So if you haven't, if you, if you miss catching us on an audio only, trust me, that is coming. I should have an update for that next time we chat here on the live show. Um, but, uh, the only other thing was, uh, my daughter had to like go to the hospital over the weekend. Ouch. Yeah. She was having some stomach issues and she went, she went into the hospital and got it checked out, severe nausea and whatever. So it looks like she's got some combination of stomach flu and, you know, some weirdness going on with the, with, with, with uh, the intestine tract. So, but that was, a uh, that was kind of one of those things is like, we're staying up all night waiting on word, waiting on word. I was here cause I had friends coming over. My wife was at the hospital with her, but it was that con every every few every 30 40 minutes there was an update text like here's this here's this here's this they finally they finally got home like 10 11 like 10 11 o'clock at night but it was crazy it's it was but it's yeah awesome. i mean she was asleep most of the day yesterday finally uh finally she started you know being out and about her normal bubbly self so hopefully she'll be going to school tomorrow normal skittles yeah, but Skittles is better now. She's uh, been bouncing around and whatever. I think was, she had a she had an appointment today. She had an appointment today with the pediatrician, and it was like afterwards, wife calls me and it's like, yeah, we're gonna. She wants a hamburger, so we're gonna stop at McDonald's. I'm like, I don't like McDonald's, but if you want to stop at Hardee's, <laughs> I like I like the I like the I like your bait and switch. I guess we know what the word of today is. Tonight is, you know. <laughs> I don't want a burger, but if you happen to go by Hardee's, you know? <laughs> well, I thought it was funny because she hasn't eaten anything in several days. And as soon as oh. she's like, I'm hungry, I want a hamburger. I'm like, yeah, I've seen this gag. Where was that? Oh, Iron Man. <laughs> Speaking of food and stuff, before I forget, um, my mom's birthday was last week. Oh, yes. So, Happy birthday. Um, I didn't get to go out to eat with them because I had class. Mm. But they went to Regalina's. It's an Italian place in Virginia Beach. I told them to bring back the lasagna because the lasagna is Dang good, delicious there. So just want to say that if you can get a good, there's certain foods. It's like you find a place that'll do it. It's it's good to do it. But yeah, uh, we got her a, 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 an awesome gift, so she'll definitely enjoy it. And I got a buddy's birthday's coming up, and we're like, and I'm I always like when we go out for that for those birthday dinners. Yeah, I mean that's the thing you get to this age it's like you know what I don't care about parties or whatever or gifts. I just like having that group dine out experience yeah that's all i care about i don't ask for gifts i don't want anything i just want to just chill and relax chill relax good food good company good times i'm, I'm good yeah that's good. what uh, that's why uh, farmhouse is turning into that that chill spot it's it, yeah, it well, you need to you need to sit there and be like hey going to farmhouse you in yeah 
I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> well, this this last weekend, it was just a random, hey, let's just, you know. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's good. But there's more events coming. Yeah, it's all good. But I think, yeah, Farmhouse opened up at the right time for my age. Like, I'm in that point where, like, I just want a place to chill and drink. Uh, uh, Farmhouse was like, here you go. <laughs> so. Hey, Harley girl, did your was it one of those uh, cards where you just, like, accept it chuckled and be like grumble grumbles like smart alec grumble grumble because <laughs> my dad did that to me when he get when he gave me my uh my card for turning 40 i was just like oh really just had to turn the knife on that didn't you <laughs> but yeah it's all good i mean it, a lot of work on studio stuff trying to get i'm getting to the point i'm able to work on more content stuff so yeah i was Still working on my Warhammer army. I should, I'm getting a little further along. Did another coat of uh, another another coat, uh, base coat on some minis. So it's like cool. Trying awesome to make this stuff. whole internet business work, or start looking for a real job. Right. I don't want to look for a real job. Yeah, we'll we'll make it work. I know. You know, there's always a fallback, but hey, it's how we do, and we do whatever we do. Yep, that's how we do it. Alrighty, well, I think we're good there. So, what do you say we get into our movie review for the week? Let's talk about the films. Let's talk about those films. Them Let's talk about those films. films. What kind of film are we talking about? Uh, we have this week. We have another film from Kevin Costner. Let him go. Let him go. Did you let him go? I hope you did. I I let it go. <laughs> Touche, touche, my friend, touche. Did the whole move, get out the way. <laughs> Good night, peace. <laughs> All right, broke Ryan in, five, in, in in like less than thirty minutes. Oh. Score, achievement unlocked. Oh yeah, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to crack this randomness here. So, oh <laughs> uh, okay, cool beans. So, so Kevin Costner and Diane Lane in uh. Another Western film. It seems Kevin Costner is the modern a modern day Western guy because most of his films lately seem to be westerns. Oh yeah, most of them it is, and a series that he's on on Paramount. Um, he's playing a pseudo modern day Western. Um, but this is a film, and like you said, it's um it stars Diane Lane and Kevin Costner, and they star in as a as a couple, um, Kevin Costner plays George and Diane Lane plays Margaret. And the story centers around um, they are a couple that lives in Montana and they uh, have to face a very tragic event. Um, their son dies. And because of what happens with the son, certain events happen that leads to the ex-wife getting remarried. And then with their grandson, her son, uh, they just kind of disappear. So the film... Uh, the film starts at that point and basically the two, uh, the two leads have to go and try to find their grandson to bring him, bring him back. There's other certain things that are happening and why they want to bring, uh, bring the son back or the grandson back. But that's basically the premise of this film. Um, you heard the term, I've said it before. It's a, it's a modern day Western. And what I mean by that is that uh, everybody's familiar with the Western genre, the Western trope. You know, the cowboy running out uh, west, um, facing the Native Americans, facing bandits and stuff. So when you take the, those ideas and fuse it into modern day, um, you get a lot of the same kind of tropes, the same kind of character types, and uh, all that so forth. 
but here they kind of blended in with two different genres drama and revenge thriller and it's two halves of a whole uh, the first half is the drama, so it focuses on uh, George and Margaret dealing in the aftermath of their son's death, and then just uh, trying to come to terms with that, and you get to uh, follow them and live and breathe their life through what I call commonplace narrative, and that's an application of everyday routines that bring meaningful stature. So it's, it takes the monotony, but makes it endearing. So it's through a very conversational approach, it's very slow, methodical, like a Western, but in a very modern setting. And then once the uh, ex-wife disappears with the grandson, um, that triggers them to go after. So it leads into a latter half, which turns into a revenge thriller. So there's certain things that um, Diane Loon's character, Margaret, that sees that she doesn't like what the new husband is doing to the, the wife and the grandson, uh, being kind of terrible. So when they are starting to, to um, track them down it turns into your typical point a to b method that you find in a western where the sheriff is going trying to track down uh, the, the criminals but in, in this case it's the couple tracking down um the grandson and it leads them to this family and leads them into north dakota um at that point it starts to deteriorate into a very telegraph narrative Beat by beat, you can guess from scene to scene what is going to happen and what eventually is going to happen in the final act. Um, it turns into the ultimate sacrifice, which you find in a lot of westerns. Um, and even when that full circle approach comes, what makes the film and the journey so appreciative is that it centrals on the theme of tragedy. So even when there's a slight uh, chance of hope, there's always some kind of tragic event that kind of whittles away at their humanity. Um, and it kind of ends that way. There's like hope and How tragedy. many of these have we seen in the last five, in the last two, three years? Because this sounds very reminiscent of the one Liam Neeson did not too long ago and half a dozen other ones we've seen. I mean, yeah, this does not lot. feel like it's a... Granted, yeah, there are no original ideas in Hollywood, but I swear this has probably been... This is one of those... It sounds like it's literally been done before. Yeah, it's literally been done before. And the simple narrative is what makes it not as grand as it wants to be. But it's the it's the, care, the one thing that is very appreciative when it's a Western, even if it's a modern-day Western, is that it focuses on the characters. And it does that enough, and you have strong leads, that it's enough to carry and create an an endearing experience so even if it's familiar and it's very telegraphed in the third act it kind of brought it down for me a little bit because i guess the scenes beat by beat exactly what's going to happen with no hesitation um but it was still an endearing experience because kevin costner and diane lane bring it so yeah yeah i mean there's no shortage with the with 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 their with what they bring to the table yeah so what did we call this one Overall, it's it's a decent uh, modern Western take on the tropes, um, very telegraphed. So this one is actually was a date night with my girlfriend at the theaters, which is a rarity right now. So 3.5 out of 5, it's worth a matinee price. So. Okay. That sounds decent. I mean, again, I, I hadn't, you went the, saw it in theater, so I probably won't see it. But this does, it sounds like, you know. If I were to... Um, what the heck is the this name is, of it? this isn't like the western revival of uh, of old or anything like that or some of the early works this is just okay seen this here's a different take on it or a slightly different take oh yeah it's um it's definitely not the best um 
if if I were to recommend a unique modern day western for anybody outside of Logan, it would be Hello Hello High Water. That is the one. If you've never watched it, go watch it. You'll thank me later. Alrighty. Well, if you want to check out the review and uh, all the other reviews Ry does, go to ryreviews.com and check out his reviews. He's got a plethora of films up there, and we will tune in for next time he does one. Have some interesting picks. Of course. <laughs> Maybe a TV review next week. Maybe. Maybe. Alrighty. So. After that is we have our state of game and state of game. This is the point where we talk about the various games we were playing and what we're playing and how we're playing them. I think I'm uh, going to start off with uh, let's continue that PlayStation talk and let's talk about a another news article that came out with PlayStation. And that was PlayStation seems to have settled on a price of $70 for their first party titles yes, going forward. Have. Um, yeah, it's been it's been rumored for a while, but it, it started heating up and being reported that Sony is going to price their games at seventy dollars uh, first party games, with a few exceptions. But that's going to be the starting point. And you mentioned something to me earlier about that seventy dollar mark. They were yeah, um, I mean we've seen. I mean most games right now, you, most AAA titles, you're not spending like right now. It's like an average cost of sixty dollars. And yeah. It, to preface this particular article that uh, sourcing that came from uh, IGN, this uh, story originally broke in a Reuters article. Yeah. Um, prior or Reuters or Bloomberg prior to IGN uh, doing their take on it, but you think about it, your AAA title like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or whatnot, those games have a DLC or a season pass that comes with it. Yes, they do. So you'll spend sixty dollars on that, another forty dollars. So on average, you're spending a hundred dollars on a game. Mm -hmm. the fact that they're going to raise it up 10 bucks which normally though we don't see a lot of inflation when it comes to the game video game prices i mean they went years and years and years without much of a price change now we're going to see a price change and sony even said that not every game is going to be at 70 dollars. and the interesting thing from the article is they actually were talked down to 70 dollars so they don't specify where Sony originally wanted to price their games, but they had to be talked down to $70. So it's like, okay, we're about to see the inflation on the video game market. And again, most serious gamers don't spend, don't only buy a couple of titles a year. They don't buy every title that comes out. Yeah. Which take into the kind of, I take that into account when factoring it in. But uh, looking at it's like, okay, I'm going to now spend $70. Well, DLC season passes, they may get a price increase too. So we might start seeing $100, $150 for a game just to get a AAA game that has all the DLC stuff to go with it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they, yeah. they already said the new Call of Duty is going to be $70. Um, from the looks of it, 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 it's probably you know worth the price tag. Well, I mean, they sat there... <laughs> well catch is though that's if you get a physical disc because even now you buy a physical disc for the game you still are going to spend a bunch of time downloading it and yeah right you just picked up assassin's creed valhalla right yeah the last two games i just purchased watchdog legions and valhalla i straight up just bought it digitally 
And yep. literally, it's up, oh, download, done, good. I mean, this is why uh, GameStop signed, went into an agreement with Microsoft where they will get a cut of all the digital sales for Xbox uh, That's will go to GameStop. Yeah. I mean, and you notice GameStop has stopped really focusing on the video game side of things and moved into more like the video game paraphernalia. Yeah, paraphernalia, all the uh, pops, all the different uh, knickknacks that you would find to be a nerd. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't see. I mean, they do have some difference. Like the new Spider-Man game is going to be seventy dollars if you add. That's the version that comes with a remastered uh, version of the first Spider-Man game they released on PS4. on PS4. Yeah. No, All it's right. going to be seventy dollars for PS5, but oh, yeah. there's a it's a lower price now for yeah. just the Miles Morales game. Yeah. But if you want to spend the seventy dollars, you can get a remastered version of the first Spider-Man game. To go with the Miles Morales game. So. Uh, well, I'll just get Miles Morales. <laughs> but speaking of Legion, what's our latest game report on Legion? Uh, Legion, um, I've been venturing off. Um, it's called uh, Raigai in Distraction because that's what happens when I get in open world games. There's the main story and then there's a hundred other things to do. And with Watch Dogs, there is 100 times 100, because not only do you have all these little knick-knack and things to do around the uh, around the city of London, you come across things where you'll come across recruitment, which I talked about in the last podcast. You re can recruit everybody, and then everybody has a special skills. Now I've come across even more specialized people, like I just recruited somebody that is uh, very efficient with drones. And this person not only is efficient with drones, they come with their own kind of tactile drone that um, shoots shock waves out from the out from the sky, and it can also cause betrayal of every drone in the sky. So I have I spent a good hour just turning um, um, the the counter terrorist drones on each other and just watching them just wreak havoc in the streets. So. <laughs> Yeah, while I could be doing missions, I'm just causing havoc in the streets. That's uh, what you call that uh, squirrel moment. Yeah, I have a lot of squirrel moments in Watch Dogs Legion, which is fine because it's not a very long game for the story, so I'm just kind of diddling daddling over there. Well, but, that's interesting how it's like we're not focused. The, the story is short. Yeah, the story is short. But the amount of content in the game is so vast. Yeah, I know there's like underground fight clubs. I just haven't found them yet. Which is funny, considering the other game you picked up, even though you haven't started playing yet, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes, I did. I downloaded it last night. And that one's got a... I just finished watching Gamer's Little Playgrounds uh, movie of it. And that, that's got a massive story. Yep. And just from the just from the, the look of it and the feel of it and the content that's going to be in it, just from what I've read already, it's um, it's the, the main story is uh, 60, 70 hours. That does include the extra content mm -mm. or the character builds. Mm -mm. So, yes, that game is going to take me. That's definitely going to hold me over till Cyberpunk. Um, so, hey, Glot. What's up? What's up? But uh, last but not yet. So next uh, podcast, I will have first impressions on Valhalla. Definitely will have impressions on Valhalla. But uh, to wrap it up, the last two games on my 20 for 20 lists. Oh, all right. what are those? All right, so the last two games, the last hurrah of my 2420 list, uh, number 19, very fond game, one that I cherish still to this day is Pokemon Yellow on the original Game Boy. Nice. Um, I was part of the 
uh, original, you know, wanna be the very best. Because I had blue and red, but it was the yellow version that I really, really loved because there was a more endearing impact because you had Pikachu. Ah. So, um, so that's, that's why that's on the list. And fin the, for the finale, number 20, um, I don't think it's, uh, no, uh, no surprise to a lot of people that know me, but it's The Witcher 3. Um, that is by far one of the most impactful games on my gaming life, one of the most endearing stories I've ever played, and I say it all the time, it is my favorite game. It is a just, great game. I love that game to death. I'm actually, I've, I was actually debating buying Assassin's Creed Valhalla after watching the playthrough, but I actually, can't, I actually can't play it. You can't? No. Why? Because the control system, it, I tried playing Assassin's Creed 4 and the control layout had me so flustered that I rage quit. I, I would, I would, I would, uh, preface the, the, you said Assassin's Creed 4, right? Yeah. Black it's Black. a whole, it's a whole different combat system in, in Valhalla. It's more action RPG oriented. So more like the Witcher 3 than. Well, even the Witcher 3, he gave me a lot of issues just getting the combat down. Oh yeah. So, um, I think, I, yeah, if the best thing is to get into Valhalla is to play the previous two origins and odyssey. I may do. I do have a DLC. I do have a unlock code for origins Yeah. from when I watched the live stream, when they literally built the cover art for Valhalla on stream. Okay. That was a huge long live stream where they were, that was their announcement was they literally had somebody with, uh, either Adobe Photo or Affinity Photo or something, and they pretty much built out the whole Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, cover art right there on stream. <laughs> That's awesome. It was great. It was really great. So if you're if, if you're a graphic artist, that was one of those great things to watch. Um, but yeah, so there's your 20 for 20. There's your bid on Legion. Uh, I did a little bit of a little bit more Boulder Skate 3, um, getting used to that whole Warlock build and the whole mechanic system. Unfortunately, I only had a couple hours, so I don't have much on that. D&D uh, &D games for the past week for uh, as far as uh, quick updates. Um, actually, don't really have anything for this time around. <laughs> I mean, they all played. They all had their moments. Um, Shadow Watch, which used to be Twilight's Gleaming. Uh, they're starting a new adventure. They got into a major trap. Uh, Challenge accepted. Uh, they got involved in a trap as well. And uh, Agents of Tall actually set their own trap for NPCs that come in on the next uh, session. But I don't, don't really have anything on that. I haven't gotten a lot of questions for stuff to answer on those. So I'm not going to bore y'all with uh, going into those details, to be honest. Um, Got to find a way to get better questions, both post stream and stuff. But anyways, either that or I'm just really tired. <laughs> in time. In time. In time. In time. Not, I mean, I'll be fair. I'm not really feeling it right now because it's like, you know, it's all the stress right now with uh, certain things. It's just like trying to find that, find that drive, find that, find that get up and go. And so, but uh, I think we can, uh, can kind of settle in for odds and ends and at least have uh, some giggles there. Yeah. They're definitely going to have a few giggles. <laughs> yeah. I'm Let's laughing. just move right into odds and ends. Uh, uh, talking about diving right in. <laughs> Let me start off and put in the link inside 
the chat so you can follow along with us. Take it away, Scuba. Well, if you click on the link, you might leave the might leave the might leave the show, but that's okay. So, out in California, because that's where all the good stories start. There's a pair of kayakers that went out whale watching. And of course, it's a good thing. Get your exercise, watch nature. It's all great. Until you happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time when a humpback whale is feeding. In this case, uh, we had a couple, as I said, a couple of kayakers. One was sitting there when a bait ball of uh, small fish rose up to the surface right around their kayak and then a humpback whale came up right underneath lifting the kayak out of the water and knocking its pa its uh its passenger into the water um this was i mean i literally cannot make this up this is weird what um they were sitting there yeah it was probably on tiktok and everything yeah. but Thankfully, nobody died. Everybody's fine. Everybody made it back to shore. There's there was only one casualty in the whole experience, and that was the uh, person lost their car keys when they got dunked in the water. Oh yeah. So, so this is definitely it. It, it takes a a whole a whole new um puts a whole new meaning to. Uh, I think one of my favorite things on favorite things on this is she's sitting there thinking she's gonna punch the whale and <laughs> <laughs> whatnot i mean this is our straight up pinocchio reference but oh, yeah that's pretty cool i mean you get not getting close to nature this person just got a little too close oh yeah <laughs> but um it's just it's just funny and just the reaction just think about it you're just swimming and all of a sudden here comes a big wide open mouth coming up uh, you know buffet food hungry doesn't matter what's there you know speaking of food and hunger how would you like to do a new a, a new and unique dining experience right okay what kind of dining experience are we talking about uh talking about a dining experience you do not have to ha travel ha halfway around the world for oh i don't nope you can go to rhode island Rhode Island, just up the street, a you few hours. Richmond, Rhode Island, to a uh, to a preserve, uh, the preserve uh, at Boulder Hills, which has start, which has been uh, building hobbit holes. So you remember our hobbit holes from the Shire, and the Shire is still built up there in uh, New Zealand, and you can go and hang out at the Green Dragon. Well, now you can go to Rhode Island and go to a set of hobbit holes in this in this uh, in this uh, community and have a dining experience and enjoy a nice meal inside a hobbit hole. Oh yeah, it's definitely it definitely gives you a, a, a another way to experience uh, Middle Earth and just to add a fun to the desire. Quote, located on 3,500 acres, besides acting as a, a sporting club and luxury resident community, dining is also exclusively available alongside other experiences, which includes the Hobbit homes that have been built in stone. End quote. Yep, they have two completed, and they're in the process of building three more. And uh, you can go in and check out these uh, this dining experience uh, at the and you, but keep in mind though, you're probably going to spend about twelve hundred bucks for the dining experience. Yeah, it's it's going to it's going to be a hefty range of pricing. So, but they do like to theme up each one for the seasons or whatnot. But I mean, this is kind of cool. We finally get some Middle Earth and the middle Middle Earth uh, atmosphere. Yeah, and we don't have to travel too far, and it's definitely fun. You can get a group of people, chip in on the cost, and help, uh, you know, it'll be a fun fun getaway. 
especially yeah. going up into New England because there's oh, uh, yeah. you can go up to Salem, Plymouth, Cape Cod, Boston. There's a lot of things you can do. Yeah, loads of fun. And speaking of Middle Earth, as we travel, let's talk about uh, next article. We have a, it was at a PC Gamer magazine. And this was an article on the Minecraft Middle-Earth server. They, they were celebrating their 10-year anniversary. So for the last 10 years in Minecraft, they have been building Middle-Earth as Tolkien described. This is a massive undertaking because not only is it built, being built and it's still being built, but they've been doing it since the game launched in its beta back in 2009. And they have been building it somewhat to scale in Middle-earth. For Middle-earth. I mean, they have Minas Tirith. We have the uh, picture of um, Isengard up here on the on the stream. We have, I mean, their server has grown to roughly 300 members with a complete uh, organizational breakdown. They do build challenges to help uh, with building things. And the thing is, when they started doing this, they had they, there was no flat earth to work off of. This was they had to literally recarve and relay everything to sit there and build out. It's very it's very fun, intuitive, and it's a good way of you know bringing together people for you know enjoyment, fun, excitement, and actually builds on um, the creativity of the human soul because you know that you have to have a passion to work on it this long and just to add um it like uh, one of the people in there vermicha says quote we had s people who were interested from the minecraft forum so we had the s their solid player base to start with we began building the basic locations like brian hobbiton then after publishing screenshots people got hooked on what we were doing and started joining the project end quote yep and they i mean they were still working on it when the Hobbit trilogy movies came out and they're still, I mean, they're still working through it oh, and because yeah. they're, they're trying to build it to scale and they're trying to cover in the details and they're filling in where Tolkien's descriptions fall short and where you don't quite see on the film, like the, their Minas Tirith is legit completely there with homes you can walk into and everything. Oh yeah, and it's definitely interesting to see once they fill in Middle Earth and like you said, um, expanding upon stuff that Tolkien didn't go in, and we know that Middle Earth is more expansive than than. Well, some of his descriptions in the book, like okay, we see Minas Tirith, and even in the films, we see only see certain set pieces. Yeah, these guys have built it completely out. And they would do build challenges for people to work on the designs to, and the ones that kind of fit in with the aesthetic they were going for for Middle Earth got to go in there. And, but it's the fact that they had to pretty much lay, lay out each block by block. And as of the publishing of the article, the map for Middle Earth, for Minecraft Middle Earth is roughly 29,000 by 30,000 blocks. Now, to translate that over, that is roughly an area that is at 870 square kilometers. Um, to give you, you know, an aspect, they mentioned it is as um, around the same size as Dallas, Texas. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive how they've been going through this. And they're continuing on like they're going to work on they're working on Mordor right now. 
Uh, so it'll expand. I mean, right now we're talking this just covers the path. And they were saying a couple of interesting things. Like if you join in on that server, you can actually go when you, you the spawn point is Hobbiton. Yeah. And they have footprints laid out. You could literally follow the footprints and follow the path the fellowship took to go through Lord of the Rings. And I think that's an, a very impressive bit. And you have these like little tours. I have a, great, a couple of great videos. If you go to YouTube and look up Minecraft Middle Earth, you should be able to find their find some of their videos. It's really amazing the stuff they built. Yeah, it's 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 fun to see. And what's even more exciting is is knowing what will they add next. Yes, because you know, they do want to expand and include all the Hobbit stuff. It's just it takes time. Oh yeah, because it's block by block, non mod the mod moderate mod modifications and stuff. But I'd say it's really impressive. Yeah, uh, and just being a, a, a Lord of Rings Tolkien geek. I can appreciate this. Uh, just uh, like because I, mean, I, I know I thought I was building some impressive stuff, and I've seen some pretty impressive builds, but this, yeah, hands like, down. When I came across this article, I was like, we have to talk about this one, and yeah, just just knowing the lore and knowing the depth and knowing all the different places that even the books don't talk about that are mm -hmm. talked in the appendices. There's a lot of lands, a lot of history with other people other races on middle earth that if they expand south of gondor um east of mordor into uh the land you know into khan and rune and haran and far khan it's there's a lot of stuff they can do oh yeah but yeah this is uh this is pretty cool I'm geeking out over here people yep geek out on that and you know oppressive and creativity and this is positive now how about some how about some creativity that's not so positive well, you know, it might be a win-win for somebody. <laughs> if you like them vehicles. <laughs> oh, this is three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the screen, we got a picture of a uh, Lamborghini. Why is this important? Because we're talking about a guy who... Pretty, who pretty much got sent to jail after buying one of these. Mm -hmm. Why did he get sent to jail, you ask? Because he got sent to jail by the DOJ because this guy, this guy from Texas sat there and uh, got two different paycheck, per, paycheck Protection Program loans. For those of you who, do, who aren't familiar with Paycheck per, Protection Loans were a... Were a instituted for the COVID-19 thing to help with all the lockdown and to help keep people getting their paychecks. Yeah. This guy submitted for two different loans for two different companies, totaling in at about $1.6 million. Here's the kicker. This guy had no employees. So he took the money and went shopping. <laughs> Bought himself a house, a Rolex, a truck, uh. and then went to go and buy it and then went to buy the car. Uh, he, Finally got caught up with him, and he was uh, he was thrown in jail for you know taking advantage of the system. But this kind of irritates me because here's a here is the let's put out a program, and people will and it, people will just gain people just took advantage of the program. Yeah, I mean this guy got caught. How many other people haven't been caught yet? Not that that there is a lot of people doing this, but still, this is just. I mean, this is just bad form. 
Yeah, it just it just it just uh it just brings down I mean other than the the, the funny, it it's definitely funny, but um it just brings to light how if uh when no matter, you know, government programs, people will find a way to get through some loopholes and this person definitely got through a loophole. I mean, you want to talk people keep going on and about. There's no corruption, there's no corruption. It's like bull. Look at this situation. Look at yeah. how many other situations where it's like it's it's extremely vague. They were just granting it for everybody and, you know, relying on people's honesty. I mean, this is, it's, it's kind of sucks. Yeah, because you don't know, you, you don't want too much regulation. But when you see stuff like this, you, you, you kind of, you have to, you have to, you can't do a gentleman's agreement all the time. That's true. That's and true. Yeah, we've talked about that where, you know, we've, we had the, con you know, discussions, you know, some, some regulations are needed. And this, uh, yeah, this, some this regulations are needed. I, I will concede a, to that, but I also think that a lot of times when you do bailout programs like this, you're asking for it. Yeah, it does happen. It does happen, but, you know. I think you're just asking for it when you do bailout programs like this. But, hey, the big, the big thing is the guy got caught. But That's the thing, because yeah, he still got cut because you can only run run away from Uncle Sam for so long. <laughs> oh, he'll it'll always catch up. But the fact that he is able to pull it off not once but twice, twice. So, you know, he was uh, just to add a uh, fuel to the fire, nine hundred thousand uh, for Price Enterprise Holdings, and then seven hundred thousand for seven thirteen construction. That's interesting. It is interesting. But but let's have some fun. Let's end on a positive note. Let's we're talking about this. We're going to talk about these kind of government things and elections. Let's talk about an election that by far I was most happy to hear about. Let us talk about raising the woof on the new mayor of Robert Hash, Kentucky. Woof, woof. This happens to be a French bulldog who won the election to be mayor in this little in this town in Kentucky. Uh, now this is, you know, the, since 1998, Ra rabbit hash, Kentucky has had a canine mayor or the mayor had a canine and they would run an election process for this. Now, this is really kind of cool because this election process is actually a means of raising money for the historical society in this town, which I think is a very creative way and a cool way to kind of get into the whole election cycle and do something positive for the community. Yeah, it's a two-fold approach and a very positive two-fold approach. What I think is hilarious is this dog won by 13,000 votes. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, the French Bulldog Wilbur unseated the incumbent Brenneth Paltrow. Wow. No, well, let me rephrase that. Brenneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Uh, so it's definitely I, this is just a feel-good thing I, I just have to feel good about this i mean this is just hilarious feel good story and it definitely you know adds a weight you know to having you know having fun and you know giving um fun to the dogs and actually helping you know historical society so i'm always a plus for that um because the money is help raise money to keep towns historic buildings in good conditions which is always a bonus because, you know, I mean, everybody's struggling with those things. But yeah, that's our odds and ends. They were kind of short stories, uh, bits and pieces where we offer our opinions and thoughts on them. And uh, kind of go from there. 
waiting for everything to catch up. <laughs> Alrighty, well. That pretty much is it for our show this week. It was kind of light this light this week, wasn't it? A little bit light. Um, got that. Definitely light, but it's all good. It's still, Even though it's light, we still did talk about a lot. We always seem to. We always cover a lot of things. And if you liked what you were listening to, by all means, please consider following us. Uh, if you're checking it out on our social medias, uh, YouTube, uh, Scoop Studio YouTube, be sure to check us out there. Click on the like, the follow. Or the like and the subscribe and uh, hit the little bell to be notified when we got more shows. If you're listening to this on our audio versions, please consider subscribing to hear about all those cool things. And if you want to support the show, we got links and doodads and the doobly-doo that you can help us uh, support the show. And uh, with that, I think it's uh, time for us to call it an early night. And uh, wish you all a happy, safe week, safe weekend. And we will see you on our next stream. Good night, everybody. Good night. Peace.